Welcome to February. Uh, end of February. Almost March. Yeah, I saw the date. Like, I see the date when whatever happens, people are doing paperwork, or I see things, and you see the number, but it doesn't, like... Doesn't register? Yeah, and then I saw, like, the 24th. I guess the only way it registers is when I look on my phone, and you see the weeks, you know? Uh-huh. And you realize that 24 is, like, so close to the end. Yeah, yeah there's yeah in February, and there's no, no leap day this year. See, I don't even know so, how that works. Every fourth, every fourth year, I think is the deal. And then what? There's an extra day. Three hundred. <clears throat> yeah, like, there's one an extra day. day. It, it, no, it's an extra day. So there's three hundred sixty-five, and then three hundred and sixty-six. Yeah, uh, Le- leap years have have an extra day. Today is the day. <laughs> this is good. So I get to listen to five minutes of the radio on the way to the gym every morning. Uh huh. And uh, it's the same shit segment on the same shit news radio, uh-huh. but they do today in history. Okay. And today in history, I believe, is when they, I don't know if they invented or they began to adapt the Gregorian calendar, which is probably what you're talking about. Oh, okay. I'd imagine yeah, yeah, that's right. Gregorian math. I'm not sure exactly at what point that uh, they switched it over because there were, I know that there's a bunch of different. The, uh, I think the current one is based on the Gregorian, at least whether it's the final okay. form or not. And that it was like 1562 or some bullshit of February 24th. It's not even, not even its final form. Probably, my understanding is that actually we're gonna because the Earth is flat. This, no, oh. because the rotation of the Earth is changing speeds. That uh, I think what we're gonna be able to eliminate part of the correction. Oh, we're spinning faster than we're supposed to. Yeah, I think that's the deal. That's just Hollywood dog shit. Sam, is that right? Am I right about that? Uh, yeah, eventually. Yeah, okay. So eventually. It's going to uh, take a while. So far, not our lifetime. No, probably not. No. But one day we're going to spin faster. Uh, no, we're already spinning faster. Than we used to spin. Than we used to spin. Yeah, this is correct. So, so we're just going to explode one day. One day am I going to... You ever went in the rides? Stop the world I want to get off. It's like on a carousel that you just will not stop. Yeah, the the space ride where you go inside and there's no seatbelt. I remember going in when I was like 13. There's a meme going out now like, wow, our parents were reckless. <laughs> but you go in this That's thing. That's true. It looks like a UFO. Yeah. And yeah, because your parents never been in that ride. They don't know what the fuck it is, right? No, but they're sending no. you. It's, uh, it looks like a UFO. Already yeah. janky carnival rides. Yeah. Like, those already scare me. They put them up in an hour. I'm judgmental. I'm sorry for those out there that are carnies, but the people that are running them, probably not putting my life in their hands. I'm yeah. sure they're nice people. But then the thing just. I'm sure that not all of them are using meth. So. Even if they're on meth, they might have good intentions, but yeah. doesn't mean, yeah, I'm putting my life in their hands. This thing just starts spinning so fast, and you're just on like a stretcher. Have you seen this or been on one? So you're just on a stretcher on the wall. Oh, yeah, yeah, I know what you're saying. And you spin so fast it like yeah. slides you up. Yeah, yeah. Like gravity. Or, wall of or, death. I don't, I don't even know the name. I don't even know that that's it, but, but there's a song about it. So. My point is if the earth spins so fast, considering we're flat, yeah. that will also probably just start to float. I don't know about that. If we spin fast enough. Maybe. I don't know. That's pretty good physics, I think. Uh, let me see. Uh, it, it's shaped like a UFO. I don't know the name of it. Oh, uh, no. Yeah, maybe. Hold on. Uh, it's a great um, Richard and Linda Thompson song called Wall of Death. Yeah, that I don't know. Yeah, that's what it is. I, I can't turn the computer around, but yeah, you, it's yeah. like. Yeah, and you just slide it's like really. It's a cage. And, but, but, uh, 
Maybe. Uh, no, no, no. That thing you're strapped in. Okay. The one I'm talking about, you're not strapped in. And I don't think I ever experienced this. No, one, this thing's sketch. And it just starts spinning. You're at probably some kind of angle that's important. Yeah. And you're on this. Literally, it looks like a stretcher you'd get pulled off of a field with, except it's attached to a wall with a small rail. Uh, it's similar to the stretcher that they'll use to carry you away when they Yeah, when they after ride the crash. ride. Yeah. yeah. And it spins so fast, you just you get stuck on the wall. So it's a, it's a giant centrifuge. Yeah. And then you just slowly slide up this thing. And then like the thing is like it's kind of padded. Not uh-huh. really padded, actually, but kind of padded. So mid-ride, you could like spin around. You could sit upside down, and you're stuck on the wall. I've never it's seen that. It's pretty insane. It's insane that you guys let us on this. I don't. I didn't. Uh, I didn't, did I? <laughs> my, my, my son is running the board for us today. I did not do that, right? Oh, you never been on one? Yeah, they used to have them at the state fair. Yeah. Did yeah. you ever go on it? I, I don't think so. I, yeah, I don't think so either. I don't love rides, and I've been on that you stupid thing. <clears throat> now, what happened with this one when he was probably less than two years old? He climbed to the absolute top of the play structure and the park. Eight, 18 months, I think. Oh, damn. Yeah, I, it should not have been possible. Yeah. 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 Broke something? No. Oh. No, just had to figure out how to get him down. That's what I was going to say. What are you doing up there? All my friends have a story like that or a tree and they all broke an arm. I've never did that. I climbed. I was a a maniac. I don't know if uh, if I'm like Wolverine and dense or like I I never broke a shit. Yeah, my... uh, uh, And I was reckless. My wife has a story about also my son uh, climbing into the tree in the backyard. Uh, (laughs) She told our older son, watch your brother... I'm going to go take a quick shower. Sure. And he's, she's in the shower. And Jake, our other son, comes running in saying, come right away. Sam's in the tree. <laughs> he watched him. <laughs> he's like way up in the tree. So, yeah. I don't know where we started. But no, graviton. But no graviton. Oh, the Tron. earth spinning. Yes. So okay. Fast. Earth spinning. Yes. So I imagine that would happen to my body with the earth spinning too fast. Yeah. I think. I don't know. Put a well, turbocharger I mean, on this axis of this thing. And- okay. So... So our gravity comes from the spin. Right. So if the spin spins up, we won't float up. We'll go down because gravity will increase. We don't get gravity from the spin. We get it from the mass of the Earth. Oh. We'd go flying if the Earth stopped spinning. But we're not getting spin. Centrifugal force was outward produced an act of inertia. So that's what I'm talking about. Okay. That All right. You, you, you could be right. You could be right then. That if our right. inertia becomes greater than the force of the center of the Earth... I'm flying. Yeah, I'm going to go flying. We might start flying. This is not financial advice, but sell your airline stock. The earth is spinning so fast, we're going to fly. You're going to be able to fly on your own. Like Superman. You know, my favorite favorite kind of of superhero flying is the standing up flying like Magneto does. That's my favorite. Uh, Yeah. That's That's my favorite. That seems the most logical, too, right? There's a couple guys that kind of do that. Um, I don't know. Storm does that, too. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know if it's logical. I think I just it, it just you can just address it so much better. You can just like do this thing with your arms. Yeah, just, you know. I guess the other one has its logic based on birds, which we're not because yeah. our spines are different. But yeah. you know what I mean. That's why that kind of makes sense. And then yeah, I guess your arms out. They do that to mimic a bird, which planes yeah. and everything's based on. But yeah, the people that fly, Superman, doesn't use his arms to fly. No, he's kind of streamlining with right. his arms. Yeah, yeah. And I think originally Superman was just jumping. 
Oh yeah, big old like jump. Spider-Man yeah, big style jump. jumps. Yeah. 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 Iron Man looks cool flying, but I agree. Like a storm or Silver Surfer is kind of his own. Oh yeah. World, but yeah, he's kind of vertical. Yeah. But yeah, he's got a surfboard. Yeah. Which is just a whole nother topic for another day, because <laughs> I don't know what year surfboards were invented, but this dude's from another dimension. He's got a surfboard. I don't think you're supposed to think about that one too much. You know what I, I mean? I could be wrong, but I don't think that that's you're like a to... superhero from some other dimension. And he comes with like a basketball. Like that's man-made random invention. How is that part of your human your piece? Yeah, no, I feel you on that point. But that it doesn't make a lot of sense. But at the same time, you know, maybe see, maybe when he came to Earth, he he chose a, a metaphor that people would understand, as opposed to just floating through the air. I don't know. So the, I don't understand that enough about the Silver Surfer to be able to uh, really comment. I've never read comic books, so I always feel like I'm kind of fake, you know? Like yeah. I'm a fake fan. Um, yeah. Uh, speaking of this stuff, I just have to do it. Okay. It's not even a segue. I just opened my phone to go to the questions. Uh-huh. We're doing a Q&A. Welcome to the end of February. Jim's going to lay out the schedule that we now have for the podcast this week. It's Q&A. The new Spider-Man movie is yeah. now confirmed. Yes. For the, the title. Title, yep. December 17, 2021, which is a year. No, it's this year. You're right, but basically. Yeah, yeah well, it's eight, I mean, months. eight months. Eight months. Ten months, whatever math. Yeah, yeah. I need to go to the movie theater. I was so desperate Saturday. I was Googling how far out movie theaters are open just because I wanted to go buy some popcorn. Oh, Tower sells it right over here. Oh, see, I didn't know Dude, that. Yeah, and it yeah. didn't pop up, maybe because they're not showing the movies. Yeah. Because no. I, I just looked on Fandango. I was like, well, uh, if they're open, it would say something, but nothing yeah. said anything. I'm going to do that this weekend. All yeah. right, Jimbo, let them know. We got our new ske- <laughs> schedule. Sorry, there was a noise in the background. There's an explosion. A new schedule of podcasts. Yes. This isn't uh, drawn in cement, and this may not be a 10-year plan. But this is a couple-week, couple-month plan yes. that we're sticking to, and hopefully you guys vibe with it. It's going to be us. It's going to be what we've always been, who we've always been, um, but we're just going to have slight structure to each episode that varies. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so uh, the first Wednesday of the month, the uh, episode will be about either a mental or physical health tra- thing. So, like, so training can be part of that yeah. as well. Maybe uh, a hot topic. Right. Maybe a guest. Yes, Maybe uh, we just covered what the powerlifting thing is. Right. Best, you know, that kind of sits in there, right? Like, how do we want to powerlift? Because that's a physical-ish thing. Right. Um, second week will be a media review, similar to what we did last month or this month with uh, Fake Famous. This coming up month, it will be Pumping Iron. Chances are it's going to be a movie because... I'm probably not going to read anything, or Jim's going to be talking by himself. Oh, we're not going to. I don't. I don't. I, I mean, unless it's a no, no. It's got to be. It's got to be like article. It's movie. a visual media thing. Yeah, it's got to be, docu- or, or maybe a podcast, but probably oh, yeah. not. Podcast maybe would be bad. Podcast would be bad. But yeah, documentary. There's always health ones we can rip. Apart, right, right, right. So something like that. All right. Um, uh, third week will be either business or financial. So, so like general business fitness business or or a financial thing i'm like have somebody come talk to us about crypto in a in in, because like why didn't i back in the day the first time i had a shopify store you you, people you could actually receive payments in in crypto and i did it and you can't do that anymore and i really wish that you could i'm Uh, sure you can soon uh yeah you can there's a way to do it through apple pay i think but um 
Yeah, I'm like, why didn't I buy it then? Why didn't I buy it then? Three, yeah. four, five years ago. Why didn't I just buy a bunch of it then when yeah. it was? Yeah, because I would. I'm not sure I'd be doing this. Um, yeah, who knows? Uh, or, uh, yeah, with the financial stuff, we might talk our business. Yeah. We might talk questions we see along the day. We get stuff from people. We might have another gym owner friend, and yep. they could talk about their business or strategies. Uh, we kind of did a series like that earlier in COVID. Um, where we attack some of that with other gym friends, but um, we can share our experiences. And then, yeah, hopefully get some experts to teach us money, life-related things. And the um, fourth will be uh, this, a wrap-up Q&A uh, or, or just a general Q&A, depending if people have questions about things we've talked about during the month or reactions. Yeah. Like we may cover reactions that we see uh, in our social media or on YouTube or whatever, and people people make comments. Um, um, yeah. Yeah, today's Q&A will be quite random. I threw it on my Instagram. I've been doing them three times a week, and today I said, hey, we're going to plug these out on the podcast themselves. Um, and I already answered this one on my story, but I figured this is right up your alley as well. Okay. It's a very simple. I didn't even know this was a thing. FMK. Do you know what that is? No. Fuck, Mary kill. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. But I didn't yeah, yeah. know FMK. Uh, I, I didn't Google know FMK. It. Yeah, I had yeah. to Google it. Yeah. But the FMK. yeah. And it's not quite phrased well. I don't want to rip who's asking the question. You know, okay. I just don't think it's an even category. Normally, you do even categories, right? You'd be like Tom Cruise, Brad Pitt, George Clooney. They're all kind of right. the same level-ish yeah. of actor. I feel like this is not quite there, mm-hmm. but it's almost there. So, brewed coffee, uh huh, cold brew, uh huh, and then espresso. <sighs> Fuck Mary Kill. You see what I mean? Why they're there, but they're not there. Mm-hmm. Uh. Fuck cold brew. Um, yeah, back up. Well, Kill cold brew. Kill cold brew. Okay. Uh, uh, Mary espresso. Fuck uh, drip coffee. Jim, I, you and I get along very well, and I never want to judge you, but I'm feeling like I'm judging you right now. You're you're fucking the lowest tier. You yeah. just fuck the gross uh, one. Yeah, well, yeah. Don't you? I mean, uh, <laughs> I don't. I don't. I don't. Well, I, I like like you don't like cold brew. You don't love cold brew. I that's don't fair. love cold brew. Yeah, that's fair. I don't love cold. I, it, it can be fine. Yeah, it can be fine. I just don't love it. You got to do it just right, and I, yeah. and I think you, you don't have to do it at home. I don't know. I'm, I've never, never routinely had. Okay, so I'm going to make an exception to this rule. Yeah. However, a uh, a nitro cold brew. Yeah. Is a different experience. There are some really good ones. L.A. for some reason we have really good coffee here in Sac, um, but maybe because of the weather, maybe because of the creators, uh, the cold brew culture like isn't the same. Yeah, L.A. for some reason. Maybe this was years ago. I was traveling there once a month for like five years. Um, I feel like every place had a homemade nitro cold brew. Mm. Like that was their shit. Mm-hmm. Our, ours is like more fancy cappuccinos and this and that. Um, we have cold brew at our spots, but a lot of that's just like an americano or. a uh, yeah. a brew on ice. Yeah. So that's why I think this this isn't the best fuck Mary kill because I I fucked cold brew cuz I only really like it in the summer sometimes. Mm-hmm. I I I killed uh regular brew. Mm-hmm. And I mostly just spent a rant talking shit on Keurig cuz that's gross. Yeah, that's super gross. Um but my idea is like espresso can be all these. You put yeah. water in it and now you got a coffee. It's yeah. called an Americano. Yeah, most of the time and what I order is an Americano. Right. Yeah. You, you don't go to a good coffee spot and get brewed coffee. Uh, typically, It's no. not a thing. Yeah. You get an Americano. Yeah. Um, some of them don't even have it. 
And if you order a brewed coffee, they'll just make you an Americano because yeah. you won't know. Yeah, you pretty much have to like a dark roast. If you don't like yeah. a dark dark roast, then... And then that's where my rant went. I said, fuck yeah. you, Keurig. And everyone's like, well, it's so convenient and I don't drink a whole pot. And I was like, that's not it. Yeah, I don't drink a whole pot either. I have a, a, a French roast thermal mug. Or, or I mean, or, a, French, yeah. a French press thermal mug. So it's I said, easy. do you get a pour over or yeah. get a French press? Yeah. You can make a single. You double. You can buy them in fives. Yeah. And all of them taste better. And all of them take literally the exact same amount of effort as a Keurig. No, I agree. I have an electric uh, thing. I stole it from my mom. Uh, kettle. Oh, yeah. See, I have a, uh, a hot tap. Oh, yeah. That's yeah, easy. That's the game over. Yeah, like, yeah, it's good to uh, go. Dan, uh, the latest roommate, he's already looking on how to install a Diet Coke fountain in my sink. Like the bar hose. Really? 1500 bucks. It's not that much. <laughs> it's not that much. I mean, if you probably did the math on what the syrup and CO2 costs versus the Coke we buy. Maybe. For three big boys. Maybe. It probably pays itself but off. My, my fear is, though, is suddenly it's a fountain. I'm like, how do you ever stop drinking it from a fountain? Oh. Like, if I go to some place that has free refills and yeah, a, yeah, a fountain yeah. drink, I'm having four 16-ounce Diet Cokes. Oh, yeah, it's over. If more. If not more. I don't know if it's as much of a thing, but it was definitely a thing growing up, and it's a thing here and then now with, like, a collector cup from a movie or a collector cup from, like, back in the day, like, McDonald's and, and yeah, Burger yeah. King went hard on movies. Right. Like, I remember as a kid pulling through, like, a, what's the corny Batman? Everyone hates, but I love it. The like, one from the 60s? Almost like, oh, no, no, no. 60s, 90s, no. 90s. Like, with Arnold and shit. Oh, 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 uh, um, Batman and Robin. Yeah, like yeah. that. Like, I remember that being plastered everywhere, and every cup you got was that, you know, like shit like that. I would have those. I do have those cups. <laughs> Not those in particular, but like Star Wars. Right. B- right yeah, right. I would just fill it up all day. Yeah. Because they're all day. Because they're big. Huge. Yeah. They're and enormous. my house is, is tall. It's really tall and skinny. And so, like, I live on the third floor. So, like, I just go down there once. I never have to go back down. I'd have to go right back down. And, and I had to hit the bathroom on the way down and probably on the way back up. So too. I have a bathroom on the way down and up. <laughs> like there's one in between the fridge and my desk. Yeah, no, I would never stop peeing, The more I think I about it, I told Danny was stupid, but now that I'm arguing for him, it does make sense. Because the, the syrup can't be more expensive. I have no idea. But I will tell you this, that it straight regular Coca-Cola, the fountain version yeah. that they sell to McDonald's is different and it's better. It's the, is this it's fact the, or is this? No, this is fact. Oh, at least I believe this to be. Okay, fact. Okay, okay. This is. I've, I read an yeah. article in which they right. said this was fact. Then so that's, that's more than yeah. Just it's a, it's a just a little bit better recipe. Just a little bit. There better. are some bars or restaurants you go to, and it it hits different. Yeah. Well, like, some of them don't, don't taste like what they're supposed to be at all, which me, leads me to believe that they're not at all what they're supposed to that be. That too. And I don't know if I don't know if there's diet a diet right cola or something. Yeah, some of that does taste bad actually. Yeah. But sometimes I don't know if there's a syrup gauge where you like choose how much how much yeah. per water, but some of them like are so good. Yeah. Like way better than a can. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. That yeah. and McDonald's is typically that yeah, that, I, haven't, I haven't been to McDonald's. So I remember as a kid, like that was the first place I probably ever had yeah. had a had a Coke because we were a Pepsi house. My mom was a Pepsi oh, really? person. My yeah, dad yeah. was opposite of that, and, and I'm not either. Like I'm so impartial. Oh, really? He's so oh, impartial. I'm, I I'm very much a Coke guy. My dad's so much of a Coke guy. People know him as a Coke guy. Really? Like my friends' parents know him as a Coke guy. <clears throat> my my mom because she 
she didn't really grow up in the South, but she grew up with the South, if that makes sense. Sure. Um, <laughs> yeah. Southern. Yeah. Southern from Central California. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. So, uh, yeah. So, yeah. so peanuts and Pepsi, you just drop, you never know. Nope. Lost me. Okay. So, remember the tall glass bottles that, yeah. that, that soda used to come in? Yeah. Okay, so you pop the top off of that, you take a little bit of a swig, so you get a little space. Yeah. You get yourself one of those uh, uh, small planter's peanuts yeah. packages, open that puppy up, and you just pour the peanuts in there. And then what? Then you drink it. And do you choke? No. Do they not come up? They come, oh yeah, they definitely come up. You just chew it. You just chew them, yeah. It's like like bubble tea, but with nuts. That's so interesting. I've never heard that in my life. Really? I, I, I yeah. have no southern attachment. Okay. Well, I'm I'm certain that, that, that someone people will, will. Yeah. Some if hey, you know that, tweet one of us. Yeah. C- I've comment. never heard that in my life. Yeah. Oh, I'll yeah. do it. I'll do it. It's, Dare me. Yeah. No, I'll it's fucking a, do it. It's a thing in the south for sure. Would what's the point? The texture? Do you get some salt from it? Yeah. It, well, All it throws it? some salt into it, so it yeah. kind of brings the uh, the uh, flavor up a little bit. Yeah. Because that's why that's why soda the the fountain would be dangerous because I'm getting family-sized Cheez-Its and then my soda fountain straight to the mouth. I'm not even doing a... I'm sitting... Cause my, my You're kitchen, taking the Diet Coke fountain to the dome. Yeah, my just, kitchen's set up with like a bar. You know, it's got like an island and so it's it's not really a bar. It's a place to eat but I could yeah. sit on that stool yeah, fountain <laughs> and do the whole... Because yeah. I could do both of those forever. If you go back and forth yeah. from like a, a salty to a diet soda yeah you literally could go forever yeah oh yeah for sure yeah. for sure like pop that's why popcorn the best nothing's better than a, a big boy and then sometimes you throw a curveball with like a reese's pieces you go biggest popcorn you can find biggest soda hopefully it's themed with some star wars shit because that means i'm at my favorite movie and then you just get a little reese's pieces at once an hour and you just go on a three-man rotation yeah yeah. Fuck. That sounds good. Well, Fuck, I missed 2019. <laughs> I I just, I, I was telling you yesterday that there's a a, a new like sports bar that's going to yeah. open like right by our arena in downtown Commons. And just the thought that there'll be a place like that to go when all this is over, yeah. even if I would never normally go to there, yeah, go someplace fun. like that, it sounds like fun because everything sounds like fun that's yeah. not in your house. It now. does kind of. Yeah. It does kind of. Yeah, just to be around some folks. Yeah. We'll see. Um, that was our fuck Mary kill, and now we're moving on. That's all I had. I'm gonna throw this out. Uh, uh, I've mentioned on this program before that uh, my post production partner and I, uh, David Margetti, do uh, Lane's podcast. And uh, tomorrow's episode of Lane's podcast, The Beauty and the Geek, with with Lane and his wife. <clears throat> excuse me. The guest is Ethan Soupley who was in My Name is Earl. He was in Remember the Titans. Yeah. He was remember Boy Meets World. Yeah. He was in a bunch of stuff. Uh, used to weigh way over 500 pounds. Doesn't anymore. Um, That's so big. It's, yeah. I don't I don't even know if I met a 500 pounder. I met some huge humans too. I, I, well, did you ever meet Big Roy? I think he was over 500. I don't think I met him. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, he was already gone by the time. Yeah. Okay. The Big Show. I think I shook the Big Show's hand. Yeah, and people say he's around five hundred, but he might not be. I don't know. I mean, you met plenty of four hundred. Oh, the four hundred's kind of normal, yeah. <laughs> but five hundred, yeah, that's a big human. Yeah, that's a big. That's a big person. Because you think of like Brian Shaw, and who knows? Because some of those guys are like pro athletes; they don't like give their real stats out. <laughs> right. But people said they were around four twenty, four forty, mm. and he's six eight, and that's yeah, the biggest human I ever met. Yeah. 
Like that's 500 pounds. 500 and plus pounds, yeah. yeah it's insane. Be- very, very big guy. Uh, anyway, though, uh, this doesn't really concentrate very much on his celebrity. It's more about like his journey of um, like how he got fucked up about food yeah. from, from an early age. Because and- I think he was a child actor. Like Boy Meets World, it's hard to tell because he's so big. But like yeah. that show is about like some sixth graders when it first started. That yeah. show went like a decade, you know? So like he was probably also like a junior high. Yeah. And he was huge. He was a big kid. Uh, anyway, food, drugs, all kind of addictions. Uh, how he how he keeps a thumb on it now. Um, how he thinks about what he really goes through the the progression. People who are successful at losing a lot of weight and you know, keeping it off go through a very similar progression. They, yeah. you, the problem is you just have to go through it on your own. You have to figure these things out yourself along the way and and kind of own those realizations. So anyway, I highly recommend listening to that episode, which will come out tomorrow, Thursday. Um, That's kind of like a interesting topic just in general. Maybe we can get some businessy folks to talk about it or even lifting. Like I can give you all the information, and we have, right? Ten years, you and I have put out tons of information on lifting. Mm-hmm. And there's still – and you could absorb it all either. Like you could learn it. You could be smart enough. You could absorb it all. But like there's certain things in the gym that you'll probably just kind of do, and the only way to get better, like the fix – even like the, the a simple one, like the sensation of a flat back. We all know we should kind of deadlift with a flat back, mm-hmm. right? To what extreme, you can make whatever argument you want. Some people think you're going to snap your shit up. I don't. I don't think it's as big of a deal as people make, but it will make you more efficient in the lift. And you, and you could watch every YouTube video Alan Thrall, Maurice Huff, and Eric Helms have ever done. Everyone's going to say, yeah, try to get your back kind of flat. And you could be super aware of all that. Mm. It might take you just four years of deadlifting every week to learn how to actually get your back flat. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, it, it, just because you know what you're doing. And same thing with even nutrition. Like, even me, I struggle with food. And I know every, I know the smartest people in sports nutrition on the planet. Mm. And I've been friends with them for years. And I can coach someone perfectly in it. But till you find like the habit, what works for you, yeah. kind of the small psychological things, um, you'll just never know. And so like business, same thing. Maybe you have a really good mentor. Maybe you've had successful businesses. But each like business itself that you have started, even if they're very similar – let alone if it's a new realm for you, they have hiccups you're going to have to go across regardless. Yeah. You could have the best coach, the best situation, the best business plan, the best logo, the best marketing team, the best all this, but eventually there's going to be hiccups that you're going to, and it sounds corny because it's like, you got to fail a hundred times before you succeed. And like, kind of, that's not really what I'm saying, but it is all like constant adjustments, I guess. Yeah. And that's the diet life. I'd imagine, luckily enough, I've never really been addicted to anything uh, besides the game. Uh, that, you know, I imagine that's kind of yeah. that too. Like, it's not so much failure, but it's like, well, that one didn't work. And I realized a little bit, like, how do I adjust? How do I adjust? How do I adjust? How do, how do I adjust now for never touching them, right? Right. Uh, same with food, same with business, same with lifting. Yeah. Lifting's a constant mini adjustment. Um, maybe I'll have to listen to that podcast. I never listen to podcasts, but... That was it's totally yeah, it worth good. a listen. Yeah, totally worth good. a listen. Um, while we're while you're queuing up the next yeah. question, um, I just want to, you know, I, I wouldn't work with Lane if I didn't love Lane. He's yeah. awesome. Uh, not everybody loves him, but I, I do. Uh, today I woke up to this uh, him <laughs> having quote tweeted uh, a post by someone who I don't recognize or know. 
that said one of the best kept secrets in the medical industry is the fact that your diet should be based off of your blood type. <laughs> and they're serious or not? And he Trolling? retweeted. He now he retweeted and said, "If you liked or retweeted this, God have mercy on your soul." <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Well, here's the thing: if if you're tweeting about it, you know, if it's on Twitter, it's not a secret. Sure. And not every secret is something that's true. Yeah. So it falls apart on the semantics before you even get into the science. So just sorry. Go on. Question. Um. So. This is broad, um, and it goes, again, because the goal of these Q&As are obviously to help inform you guys, entertain you guys, but it's probably also to recap what's been going on, and I, I don't know, we kind of did it on Omar and Eric's podcast itself, where they talked about us and yeah. our um, business journey, yeah. but someone asked, how is the gym going, and how is business? That's a really good question. Um, <laughs> yeah. uh, when we talked about the fact that it's the 24th and this is a short month, what I was thinking was I need to queue up the the, the rent payment. That's there we go. that's a thing. Yeah. Uh, it's going okay considering uh, considering where we are in the in the world. Like the fact that we've stayed open has has been good. Obviously. Um, We've stayed open, and we talked about this before, about uh, uh, kind of the fact that, that this place is configured so that we can actually make it open air by opening everything up. Yeah. And that we're and, new. We don't have 5,000 members. Right, yeah. Um, so we can kind of control flow. And flow, actually, we don't control flow. Flow naturally controls itself. Yeah. So we didn't have to do appointments. Right. The most we've ever had was maybe last night, and Jim said maybe 15 to 20 at the exact same time. Yeah. Um, so we're we're lucky in some of those instances it's it's right. a pain but it's luck right and we don't have as many members as we'd like to have at this point in the game but at the same time it is actually more than a lot of people have when they're just starting up we're for sure we just have a large facility that's the yeah that's and, and large expectations and large ex <laughs> huge expectations um the uh um apparel business has gone well so far like uh launching two businesses at the same time I, you know, I don't know. Like, it's like having twins, you know? Yeah, I definitely probably wouldn't suggest it. Uh, I think um, both of them, and I've been involved with both. Again, like, going back to what I was even saying about micro adjustments, like, I've helped physical clothing companies. I've helped physical equipment companies. I've done all these things. But even within that, the style of clothing we're trying to do or the quality of clothing we're trying to do, how we're trying to do it, there's been adjustments along the way, whether yeah. it be margins or manufacturers or designs or obviously designs change and ideas brought about um, little things, shipping, how to ship, what do we do, what mm. bag, what this and that. So there's always been micro adjustments there. And I don't think that'll ever end because we always want to like optimize, you always want to turn up, you always want to be better. And that's kind of also our fault, but a good thing. Our fault meaning that we want to just not sell. We do, we don't want to just sell shirts, right? Um, we want to sell like the most quality clothing apparel for for the gym and for life that we can. So that's also why we small batch, so we can upgrade, 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 mm -hmm. upgrade, and get better and better. Uh, and that was also again going to the square footage. Don't have the amount of members we want because this building means a lot to us. The building's large. Mm -hmm. It's got a lot of history. Jim and I easily could have opened up an eight hundred square foot gym yeah and probably been profitable ish yeah, right now pretty much right out the gate. yeah but because of the history of powerlifting because of the history of this building because of our history 
um, and the energy and money we put into the building itself, things are going very, very well, but it's a bigger project. Mm-hmm. Opening your first gym, I did in 2010, maybe you're going to win your, your peewee football uh, 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 playoffs. Mm-hmm. Jim and I are trying to beat Tom Brady and go to the Super Bowl. You know what I mean? That's yeah. kind of what it is. Um, and that's not like an arrogant thing or saying we're the best or we're in the NFL. That's just saying like the expectation we have and we kind of dumped right into a large-scale deal. Mm-hmm. Um, even our boy Alan Thrall. Alan's gym is sick right now, thriving, huge, everything you could ever want. But he started in like a 300-square-foot. It looked like an outhouse Yeah, like six years ago like the smallest, jankiest gym ever, and then he upgraded, 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 which is the normal path, which yeah. we did not do. Yeah, no, we didn't do that. And same and, with clothes. You start, yeah. with a, you start with a shit shirt, you print your logo on a shit black shirt, adjust your logo, and you sell it, and you sell it, and you sell it. But we just opened within a full apparel line. Yeah. But, it's yeah. just different. Again, not necessarily something I would recommend. But, no, probably not. But <laughs> yeah, probably not. But I, I mean, I feel like we're set up to be able to handle storming waters. But yeah. uh, um, and I wouldn't, I, I wouldn't recommend it for you. But like, if you came to me as like a business coach, um, I would probably recommend you put the thought that we did into it, but not necessarily the same actions. And I would not, I don't want to do it another way. Yeah, I want to no, do it this way. Yeah, and, and, and I go broke. I wanted this. <laughs> this is what I wanted, and this is what we're doing. You know what I mean? Whereas, yeah. like, if you come to me and hire me as a business coach. I'm going to tell you how to make the most amount of money. Right. And that's not necessarily the route we went for right now. Yeah. We had a um, reach out from a local um, sort of design printing company yesterday. <clears throat> and um, how I want to say this exactly uh, correctly without sending. Um, that they suck? Conceited about it. No, well, no. like here's the thing. Like if I was going to, if you're going to pitch to someone, yeah. understand what their business is before you do it. Yeah, or their you know? name. Or, I, I put my name on Instagram as Mugatu <laughs> because that's a play on Zoolander. Right, right. Will Ferrell plays an obnoxious designer. Yeah. yeah. And I started designing clothes a year ago. Yeah. So I switched my name to Mugatu. Uh-huh. Uh, for those, you know, like Travis Scott, he calls himself Cactus Jack. Cactus yeah. Jack was a wrestler. That's Mick Foley. Yeah. Like it's just like a persona joke meme. Yeah. And so I memed myself and called it Mugatu. Uh, two things. One, I'm surprised how many people like my ish age ask me who Mugatu is. I'm like, dude, go fucking watch Zoolander. <laughs> two, I've been getting all these sponsorship proposals saying, hey, Mugatu in the email, love your YouTube channel. Oh, I'm like, Lord. You, you didn't watch a single video Lord. I've done in a decade? Yeah. You, you can't even tell, or even my name, like my, it's just the name name. It's not the username. Yeah. Username Silent Mike. Like, yeah. I don't even like that that much, but I get it. Yeah. If you don't want to research, you can find my name. Yeah. It's not like it's secret, but write me an email saying Silent Mike feels weird too to me. Yeah. Just say Mike. Just Mike. Yeah. yeah. Or or find my real name. Yeah. But when you say fucking Mugatu, I just delete your email. <laughs> I just delete your email. Well, uh, so anyway. Though, so, so it's we, that kind of deal, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. So so here's the thing. Like, a, a lot of a lot of gyms, what they're doing is, if, they have, if they're making a t-shirt or whatever, it is a promotional item right. that they, you know, their members might or might not have to pay for. And it's, you know, it's visibility around town, yeah. all that kind of stuff. Like, that's the thing that we haven't done that I actually think we might actually need to back sure. up into and do a, yeah. a member's, you know, exclusive kind of 
kind of scenario on but that. But even, even right there, you have a different mindset. Like, let's make something cool for our members, members exclusive. Yeah, Let's right. not make a white shirt that we shoot with a cannon around town. Right, exactly, <laughs> yeah. exactly. Um, <laughs> uh, oh, but, but wait, can we get a t-shirt cannon? I'd be down. I gotta yeah. go back to the to the budget and see if we can afford a t-shirt cannon. That'd be up. fucking amazing. Uh, anyway, though, so... So I reached back and said, "Hey, you know, like we have we have relationships with uh, you know designers and vendors and whatever, but you know, thanks." But uh, I turned it around and said, "Hey, so like, uh, why don't you come visit the gym sometime? First workout's free, right? Like, if you're gonna if you're gonna right. cold pitch me, then I'm probably gonna cold pitch you back." Yeah, um, four hundred and forty dollars. Oh, is that it? And it's, oh. this one looks kitted. This one looks. That's not one. From, oh damn! Yeah, this thing looks sick. Looks dangerous. Looks that. That's like a, a. That's pretty cool. That's a king's game level one. Yeah, that's cool. I wonder how far it shoots. <sighs> I don't know. Uh, a thousand designed for over thousands of launches and years of service. Good lord. One hundred twenty-five psi, twelve ounce tank. It'll shoot at one hundred fifty feet. Wow, that's pretty good. That's pretty like so. I don't that's even a know. Football field, right? Eight. Oh, that's three hundred feet. That's hundred yards. Half a football field. Yeah, so that's pretty good. Pretty far. Yeah, it's pretty good. That's I think that's further than we probably need. We had to, well, can can you, you know. adjust it? Yeah, it says twenty to one hundred fifty. I don't know how you just. Yeah, I guess you just adjust the psi. I'd assume. I don't know. Yeah, that's pretty cool though. Yeah. So uh, maybe worth a. Actually, we have a launch that this might kind of fit in. Okay. That might be kind of cool for like a little commercial. Yeah. Someone's really getting after it in the yeah. Gym. <laughs> we can that's hear it through here. So, yeah, back to the original question, yeah, though. Yeah, how was um, the gym? How yeah, was... so, we're, like, we're working on getting a um, an a, a legitimate access system as opposed to what we've been using. And, like, it, it's been a months-long process. And every time I turn around, it's more complicated than it, than it was supposed to be. Yeah. A, a, like, just being able to communicate how we need it to work. That was the has, hardest was part. really hard. That was the hardest part in the beginning. We've been looking into softwares for gyms. For damn near a year. Yeah, for nearly a year, lightly looking into it. And uh, some of them, many, all of them didn't provide what we wanted. And then some of them didn't really like even understand. And I don't think what we're asking for is that crazy. No, it can't be that hard. We're literally just looking for the same system to allow a key fob into the gym. For those that are haven't heard, we have a two memberships we have like a regular open gym membership you come in desk hours just like any other gym but then we have an upgraded key fob membership where you get access to the gym holidays weekends nights we want that same key fob that lets you in the door for the premium members to also check you and register you in just like you'd beep into any commercial gym and no one under got that or yeah. like gets <laughs> that and I don't think it's that crazy of a request. To no, track, I don't think to track so. that because even at work, right? Like, think of if you're at an office. I don't know. I've never really worked corporate world, and you haven't in like this weird digital era. Yeah, you would think that they would want that too, maybe. Where you check it, like my dad had a key card. It looked like a credit card uh-huh. or a license. It looked yeah. like a license, and he had it on his tag. And when he worked for AT and T corporate, and he would slide it to unlock the door. Yeah. I imagine that checked him in somewhere. Oh yeah, absolutely. It's yeah. it's tracked. Yeah, yeah. So yeah that's yeah. so normal. A lot, and and a lot of places use a uh, something similar for um, time card and that kind right. of stuff. Yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. So I assume it was part of his time card deal. How do we, we just want that same thing? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. It's been it's been incredibly challenging. The um, the original bid on this was eleven thousand yeah. dollars. I was like, fuck that. And so we got ended up getting a, a self install kit with a little bit different hardware for considerably cheaper. Probably you know. Closer to two grand, yeah, which is still and, just so 
crazy to me. And it's like it's uh, it's mounted on the wall right now, and it'll work in test mode, but it won't work because the cloud connection between our software that we, you know, we we bought the only software that that did everything that we wanted to do ish, (laughs) but that wasn't an absolute fortune. Yeah, because. Uh, the moment you say you're a small business, everyone hands their hands out. I've said this before. Yeah, I didn't know that was the thing. I was talking to one of our gym members. A lot of our gym members are like business owners. Yeah, uh, I was talking to Anthony, and uh, he owns like two businesses locally, I believe. And uh, I forgot what we were talking about. Maybe just the internet. Yeah. And he was talking about his business, uh, and he's like, "Yeah, I had a landline, and my wife runs the books." And I said, "Honey, do we need this landline?" She's like, "It's a hundred dollars." He said, "We don't need a landline." <laughs> and I was like, "Why is that? Like a landline at home is probably like five dollars." I don't know what it is. It's but literally it's, like yeah. nothing. Yeah. Like just every everything you buy, they throw it in free. Yeah, and they uh, kind of threw it in free ish with our fiber, yeah. but still, like, yeah, our it, fibers four times what I pay for my thousand up, thousand down internet, and it's not thousand up, thousand down. It's, yeah, it's, it's good. It's thousand down, two fifty up. Yeah, it's good. Yeah, we can't get like I my. I could I could really go on around here about uh, Comcast. Bit for business, you're so screwed. There's somebody using somebody's too. using the office that I that I used oh. to be in the office studio that I had before. Yeah, and my internet is still there, and they're probably fucking using it, and there's nothing I can do about it yeah, until it expires. Um, anyway, so we tried to run the cable out to the doors from from the box a couple of days ago, and you know it's a it's a cinder block wall, yeah. and I got one hole to put it through, and the hole is big enough on this side, but it's not big enough on the other side. And like we have to figure it out. We have to drill a hole somewhere or, or take that apart. Is it just apart. not big enough, or do we got to do like my little... What did I use? Did I use a, a coat hanger? Coat hanger won't work because there's not enough space. On the other side? Yeah. What if you coat hanger push instead of coat hanger pull? Maybe, but I don't think so. It was, the, it was even kind of hard to get it through. Yeah. This way. Yeah. Way. So anyway, it's yeah, like... Yeah. Yeah, there's it, obstacles. They're constantly every every day is a winding road, and I, yeah. I Cheryl Crow was right, and and God it damn and, it, Cheryl. And in business, it's so true. Like yeah. we walk in here today, and I turn on the streaming streaming computer, and it doesn't work. Yeah, literally doesn't work. Just and overnight. How long we've we been we've been streaming live for a good year, yeah. maybe more, and we've been doing a podcast for. You know, us. since 2013, and there's always a technology issue. It's like, yeah, that's yeah. true. So, so here's the thing: like, if you're thinking about starting a business, realize that every day there will be frustration, every true. single day, and all of your all of your battles will be hard won, but they'll be delicious. So, when you when you succeed, that's what I yeah. I don't get the deliciousness. Sadly, my little heart doesn't work that way. I wish it did. We got another question? I mean, we have a million, you know? Well, we got another good question. Yeah, well, I don't want to judge these people, but... Uh, I wonder uh, if it'll show it. If I just hop on. You know what I mean? I really need to, I need to mute that so that we don't... How old is Mike? I'm 32 years old, young. Do people only say that when they are old? <laughs> right? I never say it, and I will. you will never catch me saying it. But you know what I mean? Yeah. You only say that when you're old. I'm yeah. going to say it from now on. Yeah. I'm 32 years young, bitch. Uh, Almost 33. What are you guys getting me for my birthday, podcast fam? What What other questions are, are up there? I don't see them. I only say that one. Combine in 
All right, so we got parents in chat trying to find time to hit the gym. Uh, they got a nine to five job potentially. Obviously, busy with little ones running around. They probably got wife. They might have hobbies. They might have uh, family events, uh, et cetera, et cetera. How do you get into train gym uh, in the gym? Now I have no kids. Mm-hmm. No kids. I have a little bit of an answer, but go on. <clears throat> but I do have a lot of observations. I'm very observational. I'm going to start saying I'm judgmental because I am judgmental, but I'm going to start to say I'm very observational. Okay. And I'm very observational. And uh, our entire morning crew here rolls through at 6 o'clock. Mm-hmm. And it's just about five dads. Um, they're all probably around my age-ish. Mm. Uh, they all have little ones, I assume. Uh, they haven't told me their kids' age. I know they all have kids. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I've talked to them a bunch about it. And they're like, yeah, like little dudes sleeping, you know, whether he's five or some, a couple of them are preschoolers and stuff. Um, and yeah. so you get in at six, you sacrifice, you know, an hour or half an hour of your sleep. You get in the gym, you get in half an hour, an hour of workout. You go home just in time for breakfast with the fam, head to work. Uh, my dad didn't work out necessarily, but, and I think it's what routine, again, I'm, you'll give real good dad advice after this because I'm not a dad, but I think it's what routine you build expectations for everything in life, mm-hmm. right? Whether you're a coworker, a boss, a player, it doesn't matter. You set your own expectations by routine. And so growing up, my dad always just worked overtime. And so I never really saw him in the mornings. He yeah. left at like six or seven. Yeah, that was my dad too. Yeah, so so he'd like, sometimes he'd kiss me on the forehead and leave, but I didn't see him in the mornings. But I knew he was going to come home at work at six every night, and we'd mm-hmm. out, we always had dinner together. Mm-hmm. So that's the expectation. We have family dinner. We don't have mornings together. And some families may have other routines, and maybe they do breakfast and not dinner because dad has a different job or mom has a different job or whatever. Um, it doesn't really matter. But I think as soon as you set that routine for yourself, you can set that routine for your family, and you choose what balance of hours you can give to what. But I would make a hard argument. Again, I'm not a dad, so take it what you want. But I would make a very hard argument uh, that you will be a better spouse, partner, father if you get gym time in for a billion reasons that I couldn't even begin to explain. We don't have enough hours in the day. I think that uh, figuring out how to take, if you count that as your me time, um, you will benefit by t- by regularly regularly scheduling it and taking it. Um, I, my neighbor across the street is an attorney. His wife is an attorney. Uh, th- they have three kids now. One of which is a baby, like like few month old baby. Yeah. Uh, I think she stayed home the first two months, and now he's staying home. He's maybe the first four months. I don't know. I think it's just, it's just a little one. Yeah. She's a little tiny one. Uh, and I see him working out in his in his garage sometimes during the day because he's he's staying home with the baby right now. She she did that before, and uh, baby is in the the stroller. They're and, chilling. Yeah, in the garage yeah. watching. You know, and yeah. he's out there getting bitten by mosquitoes, and yeah. uh, um, he's got a rogue rack in his garage, and he's got you know some bumper plates and. He benches and whatever, you know, he's a guy that, that, uh, with a fitness mindset, somebody who's been after it for a while and <clears throat> like came in here, loves his gym. Is like, I don't have time. I'm not going to have time yeah, for yeah. a while. I know you I'm got not going to drive. Have time. You got yeah. the prep. Yeah. Yeah. For sure. And so I think that part of it is, is working out the time in your, in your week yeah. to make it happen. 
committing to a certain number of sessions whenever you can you know make it happen and the other one was to realize you're playing a long game and it's not always going to be this big of a problem yeah i think uh the biggest thing you said is just set the routine and that's like anyone <clears throat> obviously it's a little bit easier if you're in college and all you have to do is kind of study yeah uh you could set all right i train at five every day a little bit easier now you're a parent you got a job you got a spouse you got a taxes you got a kid you got all these things to do but the simple answer is put it in your schedule Mm-hmm. And keep it the same. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's that, I mean, even me, like my business schedule and my life schedule, my sleep schedule is insane right now. Uh, it does, it, I don't know how insane it is until a question I answered on my own Q&A earlier. Someone said, uh, what's your day look like? And I went hour by hour and there's no hour like I breathed. <laughs> there's like no hour there. You know yeah. what I mean? Because I, I literally, whatever, we'll go, go to my Instagram if you really want to see it, even though you guys will be too late. But my days are nuts. Mm-hmm. And even me, I schedule it in. Every day, 12 to 12.30-ish, I'm going to get an hour of training in. Mm-hmm. And that's that. That's just that. And and technically, I'm on the clock. I'm, I still run to the front desk. Luckily, Jim and Kyle are here to help me. But technically, I'm working. Yeah. But I scheduled that in because that's the only freaking time there's a chance. Yeah. And so if you're a dad, find that hour. If you're a mom, find that hour. If you're a busy person, find that hour and just put it in. All right, every day, I'm going to do this. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to take my lunch break a little bit sooner or I'm going to wake up a little bit earlier or I'm going to leave work 15 minutes early or I'm going to sacrifice a hair here so that I do a little more there. And yeah. again, the long game, you're going to be better off. Yeah, I think that that, yeah. I think it just, and and know that sometimes sometimes you need a break from things. Actually, that's going back to the um, uh, Lane podcast with uh, Ethan Supley. One of the things he said that that made the biggest difference to him was knowing when he needed to take a diet break. Uh, yeah, yeah, to stop and, stressing. Yeah, right. And I think that that, that can be true like okay so i don't have time to lift right now but i i can i can walk around the block sure. i can i can do some other activity that makes me feel uh, uh feel my physical self yeah, my yeah. my athletic self whatever and take care of yourself and take care of yeah. yourself and give your your mind a chance to discharge yeah and um yeah that's pretty much that could be a whole topic itself we we're yeah. talking about uh We've done it in the past a little bit of the psychological uh, area of, of diet, but that's something I want to dig into even more. Um, and we were talking pre-podcast. We'll probably wrap it up here, but pre-podcast we we're talking about um, the internet culture of uh, shaming, fat shaming, diet shaming, nutrition culture, diet culture. Everyone's battling each other. I don't think there is a right answer because it, it's so individual, and the mm-hmm. issue only becomes when you make your voice, when you have a big platform and you make your voice so drawn in the sand Mm -hmm. um then you're obviously affecting a large crowd um where you have fifty thousand followers not all fifty thousand need to lose weight and focus on diet right right? some people like jim just said need a break a mental break even me people and i'm fine because this is my job and i signed up for people being a bitch to me on the internet that's literally part of my resume now but people come to me like what do you do for your diet and i'm like i'm not dieting like let me just breathe. Like I have five businesses I'm keeping afloat mm-hmm. and my goal right now is just to lift five days a week. That's the only goal I need right now. Mm-hmm. Right? Like, well, when are you going to deadlift 750? Like, we'll get there. Right now I'm doing, right? And so- So the, back to long game. We're back to long it's game. It's 100% long game. It's 100, as long as you got balls in your hands, yeah. you don't have to juggle them all at the same time. Right. You just kind of have to keep them close, you know? Yeah. So Yeah. And, and if you can't work out, you're injured, you're busy, you don't have access to the gym, okay, maybe then you, you tweak your diet a little bit. Maybe you do the walk a little bit. Maybe your business is going awesome. 
okay, let's focus in on family time. Let's focus in on the fitness. Oh, my mm -hmm. business is crushing it. It's kind of cruise mode. I'm going to run a marathon for my brain and my hobby. Okay, cool. But you can't, not everything can be shifted in sixth gear at the same time. Yeah. Um, and so maybe we'll find a good guest. We'll just ramble ourselves on the psychology of kind of all that. Um, and that, again, that wraps into kind of the diet culture and people pushing diet or being anti-diet. Mm -hmm. um, but yeah, I think that's where we're at. Mm, question that just came in that we may actually just wrap on uh is about doing interviews we're um here's the thing when we get back to the to to life looking a little bit more like the before times i'm totally down to have whoever in here and do interviews i don't want to ask them how they got into fitness because i never want to ask that question again i asked that question a million times yeah i think uh but they're asking if we'll do interviews yeah, again. yeah. yes yeah like um I never thought of myself as like a journalist or interviewer. When Jim approached me and gave me a voice in the space, I always, and this is going to sound corny too, because it's probably what everyone says, but like, I'm like down to have conversations. Yeah. And, right. and, and when it's just me and Jim, yeah, the conversation is about me and the conversation is about Jim because we're here and we share our experiences. But when someone else is here, yeah, I would like to have conversations. Yeah. Um, and people tell their story. Mm -hmm. I like stories. Um, <laughs> Uh, yeah, I don't really want to interview people either. And that's kind of why we're shifting around what our content looks like. Yeah, I, I, I try to, I mean, let's put it this way. It's always going to be topic-driven from this point forward. I don't need to do in-depth interviews on this show. If I feel the need to do in-depth interviews, I'm going to do it on my other show. Yeah, that's yeah, it's, it's kind of different. And like the type of, yeah, I mean, there's some people I would sure love to kind of like pick their brain. Um, but the the most I've learned or about people or a topic is through conversation. Yeah. It's not through like a list of my questions. And yeah. that's, I guess, just what I think about when interviewing. That's maybe not what this question was technically about. They might just be meaning, are we having guests? Oh, and, well, I'm, they, and I'm picking they, them apart. They ask about our old show and they yeah. uh, and they enjoyed our dynamic yeah. with, with guests. And I did too. Like we both, right. you know, a few weeks ago, we, we had, yeah. we had Eric and, um, and Omar on and we went actually longer with, with them than I had actually expected to. Yeah. Uh, and that was a, I thought it was a good episode and it felt very, felt very in the room, even though they're on yeah. totally opposite parts of the globe. But I think you can only do those kind of interviews if, you know, Either you know the people already. Yeah, it was easy. That's thing one. Or you're really, really good at at running them. And yeah. and I think we're pretty good, but I think that to produce top notch content from from remote interviews is a hard thing to do. Yeah, I think for anyone. And I, because the flow is is right. hard. I think we're decent at communicating and having conversations with people we don't know. And making them comfortable enough to talk to us. Mm -hmm. That's what this quote unquote really good interviewer is, right? Mm -hmm. um, Larry King, but Howard Stern is like, that's why people say they're so good at what they do is because they get people to talk normal. Yeah. And I think we are good at that. But we can't do that when someone else is at their own house, nervous on their couch, Zoom calling us. If they come to the gym, we can lift, I can buy them lunch, mm -hmm. we get them back here. They're going to be comfortable. We'll be able to chat it out. Um, yeah. So yes, and and for sure, we're going to have one in June. Um, we mentioned the last podcast. I think World's Strongest Man's coming to Sacramento. Uh, very exciting. And so we'll have minimum one, but probably multiple situations like that coming this summer. I would imagine. Yeah. Um, and yeah, that's one hundred percent part of our plan. And uh, as of right now, we're going to drag those guests into the format that Jim talked about earlier in the podcast. So. Hopefully we can get a guest to watch the movie that we're about to do and they can yeah. talk through it with us. Uh, 
maybe the guests will line up and maybe they, maybe they're just as clueless as I am on every topic and they'll talk about whatever the topic is that we're going to uh, uh, commentate on that yeah. day. Or maybe we'll have Omar in and he'll do the Q&A with us. Whatever yeah. it might be, we're going to kind of fit our guest into our format. Um, but I think it'll be good. I think it'll be good. All right. Well, let's bring this one in for a landing because honestly, I have to go home. Yeah, got to go work out. Ladies edit, and gentlemen, edit this sucker and then uh, come back and work at <laughs> 10 o'clock. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, uh, there's very few sizes left, but we do have a couple things. 3SB.co for all apparel, uh, kind of elevated athletic apparel, tops, bottoms, um, big boy sizes, uh, little little people sizes um, for sure. The, the middle ground depends on the color, but check it out. Uh, we do appreciate all the support. It's been going awesome. I'm Salah Mike uh, on every platform. Follow us, Third Street Barbell with a three on Instagram. And uh, we'll see you next Wednesday. I'm at DJ McD on all the social media. And this show is 50% facts, where percent is a word, and 50 is just numbers. And we'll talk to you next week. <laughs>